Welcome to Just Another Podcast. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of town, and I've had my ups too. I've seen all the ways to see. I've been all the ways to be. I've lost all sad, but I keep moving on. Hello and welcome into episode 8 of Just Another Podcast. I'm Matt Lieb, joined by my partner, the fantasy superstar, Steve Krivos. We had an awesome week of football. Matt, it was an awesome first week of football. I love it. It's back. And we got some awesome news today. Awesome news. In just a short month and a half, we'll have more football. Big 10 football. Steve's a little sad that we have to wait another five weeks. He's raring to go. He thinks the players are raring to go. They've been practicing. He doesn't want to wait any longer. Yeah, it's a little irritating to me, but in a month, I'll be happy. Absolutely. So, in all good football normities, Brown struggled, but we had football. It was great, awesome, wonderful, spectacular. And to top it off, I went 3-0 and against Steve in our matchups. What do you have to say for yourself, Steve? We're on to week two. That's it. Short but sweet. I got to gloat a little, but you can't get too excited after week <sighs> one. It's just the first week. You can't get too excited. You got to keep moving on because week two comes up quick and everything that happened week one doesn't matter anymore. If I, if I linger too much on that, Matt, I'd be back to quitting like I was on Sunday. I wasn't sure if we'd still have this podcast come today. I thought I might have to find a new partner, go out on my own, do a solo tour, but Steve is okay. Came back from his sadness, and he's raring to go. So, in-season fantasy podcast is going to be a little different for you than the previous uh, previous seven episodes with a new format for the season. We're going to start out by reviewing the previous weeks, give our GBUs, For everyone, that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to review last week, give out our fun new awards, and give our predictions for the week. Finally, we'll talk about our DraftKings, how we ended up doing last week, and our lineup for this week. So let's get into it. Time for some GBUs. What's your good for the first weekend, Steve? Yeah, all right. Let's get it. I love it. GBUs, start us off. So I'll start off with just about my particular only good for the week. Um, but it was the very first moment of football. The last time we were recording the rookie Clyde Edwards, Alaire came in with a lot of hype, uh, and, and he was good. 138 yards ran really strong, had a touchdown. It was, it was really good to see really fun to see. I think that's in that high powered offense. We'll continue to see him do well. So that's my good for the week. All right. Love it. I got him in a couple leagues as well. Very excited about him. I know you are too, so that is definitely good. My good for the week, I'm actually going to do a two-parter here because it was one trade, the David Johnson for uh, Hopkins trade. Love it. David Johnson starts off 11 rushes, 77 yards, couple catches, 32 yards. Look strong, running hard for Houston. Maybe Houston didn't do such a bad idea with that trade there. 
Uh, we'll see. He's always injury risk, but he looks great early. And DeAndre Hopkins, on the other hand, crushed it. 40% target, 14 receptions, 151 yards. Kyler looked for him, loved him. It was a great first game for him. So both of those guys, a lot of people were down on, including myself. Wasn't sure how they're going to do, and they both crushed it week one. Uh, yeah, it's it's truly unbelievable. You can get that kind of target share and just still be that good week after week, no matter what team you're on. It it, it was cool to see. Yeah, for sure. He, he, his, what is his ceiling, Steve? I He just keeps playing better every year, all the time. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And you thought there really couldn't have been a bigger ceiling than with Deshaun Watson. And now uh, I'm not so sure. He goes from a great quarterback in Watson to another great quarterback in Kyler Murray. Yep. All right, Matt. Now, you know, we don't always like to talk about the bad, but what's your bad for the week? My bad had to be at the beginning of the Browns game. We had our first possession, first drive of the season. Get the ball at the 25-yard line. Baker comes out. We're raring to go. Everyone's excited. Down 7-0. No big deal. Drive stops quickly. Fourth down and four from our own 31-yard line. Let's punt it back to him. Play field position. We got our backfield that's banged up. Waiting for the Scottish Hammers. First punt of the season. Except, no, it's a fake. Runs the ball. Looks terrible. Yeah, ugh. First rush rush attempt up the middle. It was awful. End up giving the ball back to the Ravens at the 23-yard line. Kevin Stefanski says, this is on me. Uh, that did not work. You can put that on me. It's yeah, frustrating. No, no kidding, Kevin. Thank you. We know. Oh, seriously. Yeah, that was that was so frustrating. If you're up towards midfield, fine. I'm okay with the aggressiveness. But, but to do that way back on your own territory, I hated it. It was so early in the game. You're only down seven. Like, Maybe if it's the fourth quarter and you have to score to win the game or to tie the game. I, I, I don't mind aggressiveness up early against like at a team like Baltimore. I mean, you, you have to do things like that to beat those teams sometimes. I get it, but just not not on your side of the field, not way deep in your own territory. Hated yeah. it. Yeah, agreed. Moving on. Uh, my, my bad, as much as I hate to say it, I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. Uh, just, yeah. just a bit sad, really, but... But I, I almost hate to do it to a guy that got injured, but his injury came early in the game, and still he only had five targets, three receptions for 17 yards. That is just not what you want out of out of Michael Thomas, not out, what you want out of a guy who you expected to be the number one wide receiver this year, and you likely drafted him in the first round. Not good. So all you Michael Thomas owners out there, you should be sure to be trading for Emmanuel Sanders. <clears throat> Matt. <laughs> Steve has him. I have Michael Thomas. Luckily, in uh, my league, came back and took CEH round two, so basically have a first rounder. But uh, we'll talk, Steve. We'll talk. I- I'm interested, but I just don't know how he's going to do there. All right. Anyways, the ugly. My ugly is a running back from the Indianapolis Colts, Marlon Mack. Started off the year strong, had Jonathan Taylor breathing on his back already, so people were already down on him. But he started the game, four rushes, 26 yards. Not bad, three catches, 30 yards, and he tears his Achilles. I feel terrible for him. That's that's awful. It truly is because it looked like he was going to kind of be the lead guy. Yeah, I mean, you think he's a guy who could potentially have been a late-round uh 
starter for you, at least for a couple weeks till some of these younger guys step up. And he's in a contract year. He's going to have to find a team in free agency at the end of this year to pick him up. It's just going to be a tough road for him, and I feel terrible. Yeah, I do too. Well, my ugly and and not to not to kill the Browns here, but but truly well, to actually, yeah, deserving to kill the Browns here. But my ugly is just the Browns in general. Nick Chubb. We we look at some of the fantasy options there. Nick Chubb, my namesake, 10, 10 rushing attempts, 10. I, I don't understand it. 10, 10 for 60. Mind you, he had it going early. I mean, I get it. We went way down, but it's like, again, we, we, we killed Freddie for this last year, pulling away from the run. And it just looked like, again, we did it again, 10 for 60. And we stopped giving him the ball in the second half. Hate to see it. He had a terrible fantasy day, including a fumble. And, I don't know. The other part of ugly is OBJ. I mean, Matt, is he, is he just done? I mean, are we at that point of saying where OBJ must just be done? There was a point in the game when he wasn't even on the field. Where, where was he? What was he doing? No idea. As you, as you could probably tell from our text exchange at the time, I was none too pleased. I just don't get it. We, we spent so much to get him. We, a first round pick. We traded Peppers, who actually looked decent in his game. He had a couple of nice returns. It, it's so frustrating. $90 million guy. He should be out there catching, like DeAndre Hopkins, 14 catches for 150 yards. What are we doing? I, I don't don't get it. Have no explanation. I, I'm beyond frustrated. All right, let's move on. No more talking about the Browns. Let's do a review of just another year fantasy league results. Now, Steve, I know you didn't do well in fantasy 0-4, tough first week, but you had to do better in the predictions, right? Well, I mean, surely you'd think so. But no, it was a horrendous week of football all around for me. Uh, So no, I didn't. That's right. I took the lead here, early lead in the prediction category, 4-2. I was 4-2. You were 2-4. We both got John Valentich wrong. Wayne coming through with the nice victory there. And uh, he let us hear about that one, huh? Yeah, he sure did. Wayne picking up right where he left off last year. Solid first week, Wayne. Starting strong. We're proud of you. Finally, the other one where I got wrong was our guest last week let me down, Steven. I put faith in our reigning champion, and Steve went with the other brother in law, the brother in law battle won by Brandon. Yeah, Brandon just may have been out there proven he may indeed be the best brother in law. That's true. He talked trash on the pod last week and his message there, and he backed it up. So nice first week for him and Brenton there. Yes, sir. All right. So we'll be right back. We're coming back to you with some awards. We're making picks for next week. Steve's coming strong, so watch out. All right, Matt, welcome back. Thank you. So. Here's the part of the the show I was really considering uh, not showing up for. This is awesome. I'm excited about this part of the show. Week one is in the books. And let me tell you, as excited as I was for football, as excited as I was to be back, it was brutal for me. Yeah, it was tough. But, you you know, you just got to take your strides, you know, and keep moving, Steve. So let's. Yeah. But hey, in 2020 fashion, I'm just happy to have football. So I'm going to exactly. take it and we're going to move on. But 
pretty exciting time. So we're going to do some weekly af- awards for our league, kind of focused on our on our league. So th- this will be uh, kind of an exciting time. We'll do these each and every week. Um, so we'll, let's uh, let's kick it off and just uh, kind of announce it's it'll be the the kind of an exciting unveiling of each award. So let let's uh, let's kick it off. All right. Best, please. Ha! So we got bench please, which is going to be the most bench points. Who left the most productivity on their bench? And I'm going to guess yeah. it's not going to be a surprise here. Yeah, not a surprise. It was me. Yeah. Malcolm, Malcolm Brown with 26. Alan Lazard with 18. John Brown with 19. It was brutal. I had almost as much points on the bench as I actually scored. 84.4. Not a not a good week at all. The only thing that makes me feel better, Matt, is realistically speaking, I I just don't think they were guys I would have started. So no. you have to kind of just take that one on the chin and move on. But you have some nice names out there. Malcolm Brown, a solid waiver wire guy this week. He was one of the top guys. We saw a couple of running backs out there. Malcolm Brown has his name up there with as some of the biggest guys. Hines over there in Indy with Mac injury. Snell with uh, the Connor injury over there in Pittsburgh. So he was one of the most sought after running backs that we saw. And Lazard could be a nice pick. I picked Rodgers as my bust of the year for quarterbacks, and he was anything but crushing it in week one. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I honestly, I got to tell you, I remember at the time of the Lazard pick, I wasn't really loving it, but just wasn't feeling great about any of the names. So I kind of took a stab, figured he would be one of my early drops, but uh, maybe I got a little diamond in the rough there. Absolutely. Definitely could be that way. So, all right, next award. Who doesn't love some Lincoln park. So as the song goes, I tried so hard and got so far, but it doesn't even matter. This is going to be the highest score for a losing team. What's sad is you think about some of the people in this league, they may not even know Lincoln Park. So how does that make you feel? They know him. Everyone knows him, right, Steve? Everyone knows him, <laughs> love him. Great band. We're not we're not that young in this league. Ooh, yeah, true. All right, but highest score for a losing team this week goes to Mr. Matt Struble with 150.3. He wow. scored... more than me. But still lost, Steve. So you're you're both in the same boat. So you got company there. Just think. He scored that much more and still got that L. Ooh. Yeah. That that's a brutal one for sure. Fourth most points in the whole league. That's a that's a tough, that's a tough Lincoln Park award winner for the week. Yep. Yeah, I agree. That's that's brutal. Hmm. All right. You ready for our next award? Absolutely. Give it to me. All right, let's see. Johnny Football Bust of the Week. Busted. Love it. So as you heard, the Johnny Football Award got to be for the Bust of the Week. I mean, name a bigger bust. Well, let's not get into that. But who was the biggest bust in week one, Steve? All right, so we gave this award. This one was a tough one. I would have been the easy. I would have been the easier choice. Let's we didn't just want to beat up on you pi- too much, though. Pile on, Steve. Ha yep. ha. He sucks at fantasy <laughs> football. But I'll tell you, as a reigning champion, 
I would think you'd want to come out really strong. And in week one, you're on the pod. Yep. You're you're talking about how you won championships. Two. Before, you know, you won multiple championships before you were somebody else was even the apple of somebody else's eye, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You had great trash talk. You would have thought you would have been able to back that up. But Steven, our bust of the week, no more Chark, no more championships potentially. Although he had a pretty good showing at 139.6, he's our bust of the week. Came out in week one, 0-1, just like me. Yeah, another 0-1. All right, what do we got next? All right, so the next award... Michael Crabtree, surprise of the week. Wow. All right, so most people in this league know, especially with Jacob back, the biggest surprise pick of all time, the first rounder, the legend, Michael Crabtree. So we have to name an award after him for our surprise of the week. Who was the biggest surprise in week one? Well, our biggest surprise, obviously, both both you and I were pretty consistent in our pick. John Valentic was going to win. We yep. both felt really strong about it. Sure and, did. And, uh, you know, Wayne, he certainly let us know about it, but he was our surprise of the week. He had a, he had a great showing in week one. Yep, Noah Fant, the legend, came through for him on Monday Night Football, but he also had a couple good performances. Thielen. Well, Matt, Matt, you're you're wrong. I think it's Noah Fantastic. As we know, Wayne Excuse loves me. Wayne loves nicknames of players. Ah, nothing more than Wayne loves than the nickname, and that's a fantastic one. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we move on to our next award? Absolutely. J.R. Smith, worst decision. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. J.R. Smith. Uh, don't even want to talk about the finals a couple years ago with LeBron. Terrible decision. We'll never forget it. Every single Cleveland person. Let's just get to the worst decision and stop talking about the award. <laughs> Certainly a meme we can laugh at now. Yeah, it's true. All right, so as we look to this award, it it came in a narrow margin of error. So this person lost by just three points with yep. none other than the week one king himself, Sammy Watkins on the bench. Matt, how do you do that? I mean, three touchdowns in week one last year. The guy doesn't have another touchdown the whole entire year. He's a week one superstar. Jen benches him. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's a guy to me, it feels like you draft him to win yourself one week and it's week one. What, what's she going to do with him now for the rest of the year? You drop him. You don't even need him anymore. He was your week one player. Could have had you a win. She had Uh, Mac too. She's got to drop him too. She might as well drop half her team off to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to offer her some trades, help her out with some depth. She wasn't having it. Not so much. All right. What we got? All right. Final award of the week. Appalachian State Upset of the Week. This has got to be my favorite award. Appalachian State will never forget it. Upset over uh, Michigan. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this one, uh, all the, we I got to say, we didn't have a whole lot of upsets in week one. Um but as we look at it, they, they, it, was a, it was a narrow one, but an upset nonetheless. Allie coming through. She, she was not projected to win, 
it, it was a pretty narrow margin of victory, but a very high scoring game. Um, she came out with 157 points, really, really strong showing by Allie. Um, you, you look at, I mean, Josh Allen had a great showing her namesake, Julio coming out big for her in week one. And it shows why he was around one keeper, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, he could have another big year. I said he might struggle, but he's been so good for so long that he just keeps on going. Another guy that Allie thought about starting was J.K. Dobbins. Great week one. Well, she wasn't sure about the opportunity, so she threw Kirk in, but she could have had an even better day. So nice work, Allie. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, hey, I think that about wraps up our week one awards. Congratulations to everybody that won. Um, unless you kind of won one like me, maybe a not so <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to you. But hey, we're on to week two, right? Absolutely. It's a new week. We're going to make some new predictions. Steve's going to crush it. I feel like you're going to go six no this week, Steve. So, oh, I could use it. I could use it for my self esteem. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off? And, uh, I want you to take the honors because you're going to do so well this week. Ooh, okay. Sounds good. So in week two, our first matchup comes with uh, John Vol- or John Roberts, rather, kicking us off with Stephen Roby. So, you know, Stephen's not on to do a lot of trash talking. So, you know, there's a chance that he could come out strong, but... You know, as we look to it, it looks like Chris, from what we can tell, Chris Godwin might be out. Sutton, he's still got some injuries on the board. So, you know, I don't know. It's a tough little week for Steven as we kind of look to his team uh, and just kind of what what that may piece up with. He's got Lev Bell who went to IR. So he's got himself a tough little situation uh, and and a lot of holes to fill in week two. So I'm going to go with John in this one. I agree with you. First place, John, we're going down. We're first place starting out in our first matchup here. He's got a solid team. His keeper, Kamara, Kelsey, uh, Scary Terry, another nickname that we love, Lockett. Uh, he's got a strong team. Even got even drafted Hines. Didn't even have to get him in a waiver. So he's looking strong while Mr. Champion could be facing an 0-2 after he went 11 and two last year. So could be a tough start for Steven if he doesn't pick up the W this week. So, all right, moving into our second place matchup. We have the bees, Brenton and Brandon facing me. Uh, I really like my team still coming off a big week one victory over you, Steve. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of good guys. Kittle's a little banged up, but I got faith. He's going to be all right. I think Hunt's going to do great tomorrow night against uh, against Cincinnati. CEH, I'm picking myself. Russ got to cook that last week too. I love it. Yeah, the Russ Russ scares me for sure. I, I think I heard they were the highest percentage wise of of pass to run. So that does scare me for sure. But I'm certainly not going to pick you. Oh. Um, I, I I just. Uh, I can't do it. Brandon's team and Airbnb showed out really strong. We talked about Hopkins. Boy, he just may be a target monster this year. They have a juicy matchup against Washington. So really like that a lot. Um, There's some other pretty good matchups he's got going uh, in his. And plus he's got Dak against Atlanta. So as much as I feel you have a great quarterback going, 
Um, I, I, he's got a juicy matchup with Dak going against Atlanta as well. So I'm going to say you guys even each other out at quarterback, and he edges you out by a slight margin on this one. All right, you're already fi- down to 5-1 and one for the week, but that's okay. Go ahead, pick against me. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so now this next one comes our last week's upset of the week, Allie versus Christine. So this one is another one projected to be pretty close, just just four points away this time. Um, I, I certainly know Christine's very excited about her pick in Patrick Mahomes. You know, sh- she's she's got some struggles though. Um, AJ Brown with the questionable tag, and and I think you got to kind of see him come through. Allen Robinson, does he want in? Does he want out? Is he a bear? Is he not? You know, there's some struggles there. Mike Gusecki, although I really like Mike Gusecki long-term this year, he's got a very tough matchup against Buffalo. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say I'm going to have to go against Christine this week, unfortunately, and I'm going to pick Allie. Uh, Steve? Steve, Steve, you know your wife listens to this now. We She, she told us this past week she listens to it. So are you sure you don't want to change? <laughs> uh yeah, um, yeah, and and she usually listens to it on her way home from work. She works tomorrow. Maybe I just won't send it to her. All right, good luck on the couch. Anyways, <laughs> I am gonna follow your lead and go with Allie as well. I think Josh Allen's looking good early. He's got Julio Jones and Cooper who have that uh, Buster Boom potential, but they, you know, they they were looking good. Who they're gonna be playing each other this week? So a lot of times it's good when you have. Wide receivers facing each other. If one goes off, there's a good chance the star wide receiver from the other team will go off as well. She also has Slayton, who had a big first week for the Giants. And she's got J.K. Dobbins throwing him in the starting lineup this week, it looks like. So could see what he's got, and it could be interesting. She's also got the double Philly tight end. I like it. Ertz and Goddard. So should be a fun week, and I'm uh, I'm saying Allie as well. Next up, we go to Wayne versus Jen. Good old Wayne spending $35 for Benny Snell. I like it. Getting that fab money in early to get someone you like. So looking at it here, it's a pretty close matchup. Both aren't predicted to very high scores. 126 for Wayne, 121 for Jen. Um, But looking at the overall matchup here, you got Kyler versus Deshaun. Both good uh, quarterbacks. But Wayne's got Tyreek Hill, Thielen, the PPR monster, Tariq Cohn, Akers, we'll see how he does at the Rams, but I and Noah Fantastic, can't forget about him. I think we gotta go Wayne this week, or I gotta go Wayne. Uh Wayne, we're picking you. Hope you're happy and hope you deliver for me. So what do you think, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we uh, agree. I, I love Kyler absolutely this week for Jen, but really beyond that, she she's got some holes to fill. Um just, I mean, if Galladay can't get back out there, I think she's she's majorly going to struggle. Don't love Sony Michelle, Odell Beckham. Just like we talked about earlier, he just feels hard to pick right now. So yeah, I'm going to go Wayne as well in this one. All right, sounds good. We got our next matchup here: Struble versus Matt and Jacob. Uh, I like. Struble in this one, I like his namesake, Lamar Jackson, looking strong. 
it doesn't seem to be a barn burner, but I just think the wide receivers banged up Parker and Evans and Landry for, sounds like he's going to be okay, but um, he's got a couple of banged up wide receivers for Jacob and Matt. And Matt. So I'm picking Struble here. Yeah, I am too. Lamar Jackson, uh, I you know, I think this one's pretty, pretty strong in his favor. You know, Chris Carson with not a great matchup against New England, uh, but but Raheem Mostert against the Jets. I mean, he could he could just go off. So I'm oh, gonna yeah. go. I'm going to go Stribble. And, you know, an interesting t- person on his team, he's got Ronald Jones. And, you know, as much as we thought that whole Leonard Fournette would kind of just mess up that backfield, uh, Ronald Jones may be the guy there, Matt. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. You got Tom Brady who could just mix it up. He he lost week one. Everyone's ripping on him because the Patriots won and he lost. So I don't know what to expect out of that team this week. True, true. But I'm still going to go Stribble. Looks like both of us are on the same page there. Absolutely. So we got three in a row. Same here. Finally, we got you versus John Valentic, 10th versus 12th. Big, exciting matchup here. What do you think, Steve? All right. Well, it's so I was was actually talking trades with John Valentic today. So we'll see what I may be able to get done. Wow, um, we could face each other, huh? Yeah, yeah, which would have out. I mean, we all know how that would have worked for me. It's too bad he didn't do it because we all know how that would have worked for me. Whoever I traded to him would have scored three touchdowns. We just know that to be true, but it uh, looks like those are fizzling out. That's okay. Still love the action on trade talks. Um, yeah, but I, I still am going to have to go me. I, I think. The defenses on, you know, for this Thursday night game, Cleveland, Cincinnati, both going to struggle. Lucky for me, I have both backs in Mixon and Chubb. I feel really good about both of them. Um, Really like the start. Ben Roethlisberger looks to be the touchdown machine he always was. So although you tried to hawk all the quarterbacks in the league, I'm pretty happy with how that turned out for me. So, yeah, I'll feel good about me against John Valentic. I'm going to go me. All right, this is obviously the matchup of the week, 10 versus 12. Whoever wins this game is back in the thick of things. Whoever loses falls in the basement. A lot of times you want to have the matchup as the week is the one versus two exciting matchup, but sometimes it just needs to be that matchup where whoever loses is in some trouble. So we got a big matchup here. I'm rooting for you, Steve, but I'm not predicting you to win. Oh, I'm sorry. Hurts. Jonathan Taylor has the lead role now. He goes from being a question mark to a top 12 running back now. He's got Saquon, who's going to be angry that he struggled in week one. Drew Brees looked great. You get him on a Monday night. It could be, you could be sweating Monday night for that victory, Steve, while Drew Brees is throwing passes all over the new Las Vegas field in their opening. And unfortunately, I think Valentech's going to pull it off, Steve. Oh, don't, don't like hearing that. Don't like hearing it. And especially the narrative that you just outlined, that would hurt my feelings. It will. Sorry to have to break it to you, but I'm rooting for you. Hope to see you win. Get back in the thick of things. Those are our predictions for the week. We'll see how they do. Good luck, everyone. We'll be right back to review our DraftKings and give you our picks for the week. Right, and welcome back. For all you degenerates still with us, it's the time for our DraftKings lineup. Matt, are you ready? 
Absolutely. How did we do last week? Crush it? Well, uh, not bad. So we we had some people trash talking our lineup that we did on air (laughs) on our Twitter account. And I got to tell you, we did much better than said trash talker. Nice. But, you know, it was a non-cash. So we're we're down to $95 left in the account. All right. Well, at least we had our free tourney of the week. But, yep, absolutely. I mean, some of the plus sides from last week's lineup, obviously, we talked about DeAndre Hopkins. He absolutely killed it, 32 points. We had Josh Jacobs, another guy, just absolutely killed it, 35.9 points. So yep. that that was strong. And I, CMC, a pretty obvious one, but but killed it. Definitely worth his value there. So that was the strong pieces of the lineup. But guys like Haskin and McLaurin just didn't do enough as our stack. And then, I mean, just really pitiful performances from Brian Edwards and Tyler Eifert. And not that we needed much, but in order to cash in these things, you need just a little something out of, out of guys that you're going to start like that. Right. Wasn't the best start, but one, 1.9 and 1.8 points. It's just not going to get it done. I agree. Although, I loved our stack of Haskins and McLaurin, and you got to give credit to the Washington football team. Start not 1-0. Haskins gives a beautiful halftime speech to motivate the team to come back from a 17-0 deficit. I mean, got to give the guy props. Yep, agree. Absolutely. Well, as I said before, on to week two. Let's do it. All right, so last time we announced our tournament lineup, and this time we're going to go with our cash lineup and we'll, that we'll announce and we'll, we'll tweet it out after the game. So you guys can kind of follow along with us. So we're going to do a $5 double up for this cash lineup. So Matt, why don't you start us off at quarterback? All right. So at quarterback this week, we're going to start out with a running type quarterback here. Had a good first week. We're going to go with Kyler Murray had 91 rushing yards. He actually had a hundred, had to take a few kneel downs at the end of the game. Brought him back down to 91. I still hate how that takes away from rushing yards, but he had a solid passing game and uh, plays the Redskins this week at home. I think it's a good matchup, and we're going to start strong with Kyler. Somebody really needs to correct that. Neil Downs being taken away from fantasy points is ridiculous. It's a joke. I hate sacks as it is. That's bad enough, but to have it... I mean, sacks are one thing, at least. I mean, that's one thing, but to, to for Neil Downs, come on. Awful. Yep, terrible. All right, I'll take running back. So we went pretty strong with running back number one, Ezekiel Elliott. He was $8,200, but uh, he's got a matchup there against Atlanta. They're at home. Uh, This should be a pretty good matchup, pretty high-scoring matchup, I think. And I think it bodes pretty well for Zeke, so I feel pretty good about him. Uh, In our second one to save salary, we went Jonathan Taylor. So $5,700. Um, but it looks like he is going to get certainly an increased role, maybe the starting role. Not sure how that's going to shake out with he and Hines at the beginning of the season here, but he was $5,700. It was worth a shot, don't you think? I agree. I think he's going to get the starting role. Hines should be involved as well, but you know, it's with Mac out, big opportunity, good price. We are seizing on that. So moving, moving into wide receivers here. Who doesn't love a good stack? And of course, we've already talked about him earlier. DeAndre Hopkins, 14 catches for 151 yards. We have to use him. 
playing against that Washington football team, our favorite team name. So we're starting out with the stack. Moving on, going to another guy who is a PPR monster, did great for us last week, also with 14 catches, Devontae Adams. They're playing Detroit. So you know the Packers in Detroit, they usually have a shootout, and the Packers usually come out on top. So we're going with Devontae Adams. We have two high-priced wide receivers. So with the last one, we're going to go with a cheap guy, got a lot of potential this week, Mike Evans still banged up, Godwin potentially in concussion protocol, Scotty Miller down with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, like we said, needs a big win so that they stop trash-talking him after uh, Belichick got the win last week. And I think at only $4,100, Scott Miller is a great play that can definitely provide dividends on our our, uh, investment here. He could be our MVP of the week. Definitely. You look at that return for investment. And for only $4,100, I agree. He could be our best pick of the week. Yep. All right. So at tight end, to kind of wrap this thing up, at tight end, uh, obviously you heard some really big names there. So we had to go pretty cheap here. So we, as we were scrolling down the list, we went to about the cheapest tight end that we could mimic. <laughs> and that was Ian Thomas for the Panthers. Only 3200 bucks. So just about as cheap as we could possibly stomach before just names that were just not even relevant. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. He doesn't need a whole lot because it certainly afforded us to get some other top guys, but uh, maybe he could get us a few points and even sneak in a touchdown. I know he he had a few last year. Um, another guy. Uh, Your boy. Yeah, my boy. I certainly took him in a lot of places. Not Not much to speak of last week. He wasn't overly involved, but Again, 4,300 here, Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team. Arizona's run defense isn't that strong. You know, kind of hoping he can get in the mix a little bit. Again, we don't need a huge game out of him here. So, and for the price, not not too bad. So, uh, it, it really afforded us. Some Going against our stack, so, too. Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's true, and that could be kind of an interesting. So, that'll be a big game for us to watch. Right. Uh, with defense, we picked the Colts. I know we had them last week as well. They were nothing too, too special, but got Minnesota. They're at home. Um, you know, the, the, the defense here is pretty strong and they were only 2,500 bucks. So we love cheap defenses. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's time to, well, I mean, Hey, how else are you going to be able to start Devonte Adams and Deandre Hopkins and Zeke all in the same line? <laughs> That's how you do it. So, all right. Well, I like it. It's a, it's a good start. We'll see if we get any more trash talk on Twitter from this lineup. Ah, we definitely will. I mean, but I like it. Strong lineup starting out with Kyler as our quarterback, two good running backs could have a lot of potential this week with Zeke and Taylor. Going to our wide receivers, we're taking boom, bust guys, boom with the Adams and Hopkins. Not really bust, but just cheap with Scott Miller. Ian Thomas, a dart throw tight end. Gibson doing it for Steve's boy, hoping that Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins have big games. That way they're going to have to keep up. Uh, That might bode well for the passing game and for Washington, but we hope he gets involved as well, maybe gets a touchdown for us and closing it out. Garbage time catches. I, I have no shame in garbage time catches. Oh, yeah. We'll take them all day. 
Finally, the Colts defense. So I like it. It's a solid roster. We got a good double up. Hopefully get our $5 back from last week. And like Steve said, we're going to post our tourney picks online, on Twitter as well. Look for those picks. We're excited for week two of football. We have Big Ten football back. We're stoked. Still a month away, Steve, I know, but I'm still excited. I'm ready to go. Loving football. And tomorrow, big game tomorrow. What do you think, Steve? Uh, well, I cannot afford – I just – they can't crush my soul like this and lose to the Bengals. There's just no way, right? They are going to ba- win. I, yeah, the Bengals looked really bad with, at offensive line. I feel like Miles Garrett's going to have himself a day. I I really worry that we're not going to look as sharp as we should, but I just don't see. I just think Miles Garrett's going to have himself a day. I think the run game's going to get back on track. I I do think we win by 10. I like that you said 10, Steve, because we know that the Bengals just claimed Austin Siebert, their kicker, Randy Bullock, last week went for, was it the tie uh, for the Bengals, got hurt, they picked up the guy that we just cut. So if it comes down to a field goal for them to win it, it'll be devastating. I don't even want to know where Steve is after that happens. But we're predicting a big Browns win this week. We are pumped for Thursday night football. Cleveland versus the Bengals. Hope you enjoy it. Ready for week two. Just another year. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you next week. Yep, absolutely. Good luck, everybody. All right, thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything. I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my ups, too. 